How's it going guys? It's CryptoBud here. Uh, I want to give you guys a quick update today about the overall market and something I'm looking at. And also I wanted to talk about our favorite but unfavorite uh, topic which is going to be about taxes. Uh, and I want to share a couple of my experiences with how I'm going to be dealing with taxes this year. Uh, I know we've been having a lot of questions on both my Patreon group about certain uh, issues with taxes and also in the membership about how to handle crypto taxes. And so before we begin on that, just want to make sure this is a full disclaimer that uh, I'm not a tax advisor, but I'm more than willing to share my experiences about how to handle that to the best of your ability, uh, especially since we actually had a down year. And I'm also going to recommend uh, a tax software that I'm working with uh, in partnership um, where I find that, you know, it's a pretty good way to uh, compile some of these crazy crypto gains and, and why it's important to actually get one of these. Um, all right. So before we start, uh, Bitcoin's price again we're just kind of looking at this from the last video um, that Bitcoin really is just kind of meandering here at this 3000 level there's actually a couple of coins that I'm watching right now uh, that have already moved in just the past couple of, of hours and um, I'll be talking about specifically some of these uh, for example the um, uh, uh, certain tokens that are in the what I call the gambling scene and uh, these tokens I think are going to be definitely something to watch out for as we're turning this 2019 into a very very interesting year considering that we're I think we're finishing off this nasty bear market that we had in 18. So taking a look at Bitcoin real quick um, as I was kind of talking about to my members uh, before I was looking at that 3200 range retest and it looks like we're actually having that right now in its current form. Again, it's just going to be a, a wait and see mode as far as what's going to happen as Bitcoin approaches this uh, double bottom. Uh, I want to say that a couple of things is that normally when you get um, these declines, there usually is some sort of retest. Um, what I don't want to see is a multiple retest off of this bottom of this 3-4 level. It's kind of like what we saw back in the 6,000 range because that usually indicates that there's probably going to be a continuation of a drop in price. Now barring any sort of you know fiasco like the bitcoin cash fork or any of that stuff happening i expect this market to pretty much trade in this range for quite a while now that doesn't mean that there's not any opportunity in some of the other altcoins it just means right now that bitcoin's price stabilizing is actually a good thing for altcoins in general because generally speaking when bitcoin stabilizes we do get a really nice altcoin run which i'm definitely uh going to be watching for the next couple of weeks and months here as we're heading into february um I do have some spots open for the Patreon group that I'm um, considering um, opening up, but I'm going to start um, putting up more content out there on that side for anybody who's interested in being a little bit more active. Now, if you're not an active trader, it's okay. I mean, you can just pretty much watch these videos as I give just kind of general market updates uh, for anybody who's interested in more in the long term. All right, uh, taking a look at um, you know the rest of the coins. I mean, if you take a look at Coin Market Cap, you can kind of see that there really isn't much movement. So as a trader for this year, it's actually a good thing because in fact you can definitely just go ahead and buy and hold here. Um, but again, let's talk about taxes since that's the uh, topic for this video. So the first thing I want to mention is um, tax season for people in the U.S. is going to be coming up in April, and uh, so it's not a couple months away. And uh, let me give you the, the updated changes that they've had for the 2017-2018 federal tax returns. Now, I also want to mention that when you're doing your taxes, you have to be very careful because 
many times uh, people don't really take advantage of um, their capital gains losses and they don't really file because they feel that maybe oh you know I lost money so what's the point of filing and the problem with that is that you will trigger some sort of audit uh, the other thing is also these taxes uh, can carry over from one year to the next so even though it's not that much which I'll talk about in a bit it can actually help you reduce some of those cap gains alright so 2017 uh, income brackets as you guys can see this is called a progressive tax uh, and the way it works is that you actually get taxed um, at your, whatever income level you have plus additional ones so pretty much you can take a look at it from an income perspective and also from a cap gains perspective now uh, for taking a look at a single taxable income um, we basically in 2017 had the same ones 10 to 39.60 being the highest which you know I talked about in my other video uh, this was really really bad because you know again if you're making 400,000 or higher and some people actually did that perhaps maybe shorting Bitcoin or whatnot then you're looking at a 40% um, federal tax rate on top of a state so if you tack in a state which is could be as high as like 10% in some areas you're looking at almost a 50% hit and again I'm gonna uh, harp around this point here this is all short-term cap gains so if you sold your crypto in less than a year you are basically now in the in the uh, in the personal income bracket now obviously that's not going to be at a 39% tax bracket because depending on how much you made in, in regular income um, the rest of it's going to be taxed at that you know progressive side so for example if you made $9,000 in income and you made let's say another $10,000 in crypto the 10,000 will be taxed at 15% and the first uh, $10,000 of let's say wages are going to be taxed at 10 so uh, obviously what you don't want to be is a high wage earner and then on top of that earn crypto because that's going to push that crypto taxes at 39.6% on the short term cap gain. So again, um, taking a look at the tax brackets, it basically penalizes you for having higher income uh, as high as 40%, which is 418000 which in some cases people are buying Lambos and stuff with that. And uh, obviously that's not going to be the case. Now, if you're married, um, it changes a little bit. It basically kind of doubles up on, on most stuff. Uh, so what you can see here is that your 39% would be at 470. So it's kind of interesting that this tax bracket at 418 to 470, um, when you're married and you're filing jointly, you're still going to hit that 39%. So yeah you know I guess it doesn't really scale but here it actually kind of doubles up alright so this is actually called your personal income tax and what that really comes down to is this is that you know um, as I was mentioning before taxes are a huge part of your overall expense so just because you made like double or triple the amount of money from where you bought crypto like say you bought crypto at a thousand dollars for Bitcoin you made like you know twenty thousand you're gonna take you're gonna get a huge hit on a short-term cap gains on the long-term capital gains, you're only going to be taxed at about 15% regardless of your income. So it's kind of interesting to see that it rewards people who hold it longer. But if you're holding it short-term, you're coming in and out of coins, you're going to end up paying almost to 39%, which is a crap load of taxes. All right, now moving over to 1819 taxes. But um, so they actually changed a couple of things here. Uh, so thanks to the tax relief um, and the uh, changes to the tax law, which is really interesting, they actually removed the tax rate down. It went down to 37, which is and it's not a lot of a difference, but they definitely um, 
did a, a cap here to 35%. So it's kind of interesting to see that on the 35, it was actually here at 200 or 500, which actually widened up this gap anyway. So you're still saving about 4% if you're at the 400,000 bracket. Uh, and then um, they kind of bumped up everything else a little bit. So you can kind of see that someone in the, let's just say 200, that makes $200,000. Um, in this bracket, they would be paying 33%, but in this bracket, they would be paying 32%. So, you know, not a lot of difference, but enough here to actually save a couple of bucks here. I think you're going to see a little bit more of this, you know, 37%, you know, since they wind up this band a little bit. Um, it was kind of nice to kind of have that. So they kind of made that progressive tax a little bit different uh, in regards to that. And they actually bumped up the 100000 which is kind of interesting here for the marriage. So if you're married and you're making, um, you know, more than half a million, uh, you actually got you actually got $100,000 more you're keeping at that 30, 39%. So, uh, but anyway. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about these these taxes real quick. So the thing is that when you're when you're in crypto and you're trading in between coins, it's still considered to be a taxable event. So if you bought like for example Bitcoin and you change it to Ether, even though you can go into fiat, you basically are ending up um, paying taxes. So the problem here is that you um, incur this short-term capital gains, so you will be taxed at this 37%, or potentially maybe even this 32 or 24, depending on how much crypto you made. Obviously, in 2018, it was a, a crap year. Everybody just pretty much made a lot of, you know, uh, pretty much lost money. I think for the most part, if you made money in 2018, is because you were shorting or pretty much you maybe sold you know at certain parts and you know decided to play that market a little bit so when you're dealing with these taxes you're dealing with capital gains or losses unfortunately if you were at a loss you can only carry over about three thousand up there so let's talk about the irs real quick here and these guys like to take their cut so um let's take a look at this i usually like to go back to the sources because it's actually more important than looking at secondary sources so there's actually short-term and long-term cap gains so to correctly arrive at your net capital gains, you basically have to classify them as long-term or short-term. So again, as kind of explained before, a short-term holding would be less than a year. Uh, long-term holding would be one one a year. So if you sold crypto within 12 months, you basically are now going to be on a short-term cap gains, which is going to be basically a personal income tax, which is at the highest bracket you can get. It, it doesn't really make sense at this point to start trading crypto in, especially in this bear market, because you're starting incurring these short-term uh, personal tax rates. And so the, the thing is you have to report is, uh, for crypto, you have to report in 8949, since uh, technically speaking, um, it's not a, um, oops, sorry, which is gonna be this one, which is going to be a sales and dispos uh, dispositions of capital assets. Now it's very different from stocks because here, um, it's not really technically considered a security so you're actually working off of this form here so double check with your with your financial um, advisor and also with your accountant but this should be the form that everybody should be uh, filing and if you file this form and you do things correctly you should be okay assuming the IRS doesn't you know get nitpicky about things but uh, definitely take a look at that 8949 form uh, it's going to be summarized and then it's going to uh, be formed on a Schedule D. So it's going to be basically an addendum to that Schedule D form. And what's going to happen there is once you do the, you know, the crypto pieces, um, if you did a lot of trading, it's going to be a massive amount of paperwork. So the problem here is that either do everything manually, which I don't recommend anybody do, or you let a computer kind of do the running. Last year I had 
uh, a program running that. And so the great thing about this is that you're able to leverage um, a computer program that can basically do the trades for you and you can use the proper uh, method. So you don't actually have to do it, you know, by hand or anything because it is a pain uh, in the butt to do it. All right. So talking about the capital gains tax rate, it says here that uh, the tax rate on most net capital gain is no higher than 15% if you're holding it for net long-term cap gains. And you can deduct the losses off of that, obviously, but this is really good, guys. I mean, every single time I look at the tax uh, code for for this, it always, always, um, you know, I always think about, like, how can you minimize your overall expense? And, yeah, you could be making, like, you know, a lot of money, like $1,000 in a day or something in crypto. But the problem is that you're only going to be taking back half of that because sometimes, depending on your tax bracket and, and where you're at, that they take so much money so it does not make sense to 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 day trade or to short-term trade unless you absolutely are positively sure you can pay this off so most of the time if you take a look at it everybody's going to be taxed at the most for 15 percent now if you're a lower income you actually almost pay zero so it's kind of crazy how this actually works out. I think this is actually really good because it rewards basically long-term holders. But at the same time, it actually allows you to um, reduce that entire um, ordinary tax bracket. So your tax bracket could actually be at zero um, if you're on the lowest tax bracket. And you can actually go up to 20% um, if your income exceeds this amount so you can actually go to from 15 to 20 so that's the only problem here is that if you start making way too much um, then they, they jack it up to 20 but 20 is still pretty good compared to 39 if you ask me all right so basically um, there are a few exceptions where the capital gets me tax greater than 15% the first one is the taxable gain um, is a small business stock is taxed at a maximum of 28% so this is not obviously applied to crypto Another one is net capital gains from selling collectibles. So selling coins or art, or art unfortunately, are not uh, long-term cap, are not considered to be long-term cap gains. So you'd be taxed at 28. So that kind of sucks balls for anybody who wants to buy and sell crypt, uh, gold and, and silver. Uh, so the great thing here is that crypto is not considered to be a coin or art. So that's good. And it's not considered to be a collectible. So, you know, we're, we're in good shape. Uh, the portion of any uncaptured 12 gain from selling and property taxes at 25. Everything else is going to be at a short-term cap gains. Now, for the losses, you can actually go up to $3,000 for the losses. Which means that if you like lose like fifteen thousand in a year or something like that, you can always carry that three thousand over. And then, unfortunately, it's very little, but at least it's something they allow you to carry over. So that's kind of cool. So if you did have a loss this year of three thousand dollars or more than three thousand or whatnot, um, you can actually carry that over. So a lot of people say, "Well, I lost money, so who cares? I'm not going to file." But the problem is, the IRS will eventually find out. They're going to look through you know your records and they're going to say, "Oh, how come you didn't file?" And just because you lost doesn't mean you don't you you have to file regardless and I think it benefits you anyway in the long run um, all right guys so that's basically it I mean in terms of um, the 409 cap gains uh, pretty much what ends up happening is the challenge is having to put it all together on a spreadsheet and then sending it out to your accountant and your accountant is going to have to hand do all of these uh, right now if you look at coinbase and you look at some of these exchanges they don't really they give you like a spreadsheet but there's nothing there to process them all together so if you have a bunch of taxes from all over the places of different transactions like for example your ledger you had something from other exchanges you're going to have to compile a list and put them all together so that you can send them um, what exactly you got 
And so the problem here is finding software that does that. Now I've used various softwares. I think the one I've uh, definitely recommend um, is going to be Taxbit. Uh, Taxbit actually um, approached me on this. I looked at their software and definitely I'll be probably using it this year. Um, it's something that it's it's going to compile everything there together. So if you go to Taxbit, there's a referral code down on my link below. And let me go over this real quick. Um, it actually has, I give you a 10% discount if you sign up. Uh, and it's a pretty cool program because what it does is that you, you log in and what it'll do is that you can import all your all your exchange information and once you do that you're going to be able it's going to crunch all these numbers together and then spit out that the eight nine that form that you need to uh, file with the irs and so the great thing about this is that most of the tax software programs or even your accountant um, may not have the time or the resources to put it all together especially when you're dealing crypto to crypto different exchanges all that stuff so i find it to be much more easier to manage because unfortunately they don't give us um these these forms um through coinbase anymore because basically you know they're cash transactions and so the way you do this is that you you log in here you upload all the paperwork you need and then there's a tax engine that just basically crunches everything out and it kind of spits it out for you and so on the tax board it'll actually tell you exactly your detail how much of it you sold how much of it was your cost basis and then your crypto to fiat gains is going to be in there it's also going to do a personalized tax rates it's going to tell you where exactly your tax rate is it's pretty nice and clean overall and then what the great thing is that it actually can track it from all these different exchanges so obviously a lot of people did coinbase bitrix binance um you know gemini kraken and all of those and then what it does it tells you your liability and all that stuff now for the pricing pretty cool stuff i mean there's actually different types of pricing i think this is a lot cheaper than some of the other ones last last year i paid quite a bit for some uh, i paid close you know uh, but for 500 dollars, that's actually not too bad um, if you have 250 exchanges, uh, this one has 2,500, uh, this one has unlimited, uh, and it has API, and then actually forms your IRS form 8949. Uh, it actually has uh, real-time tax liability tra tracking, and it has a CPA and IRS audit trail as well. So it's pretty cool, and then you can also import that in. Uh, but anyway, um, I think it's pretty reasonable in terms of the price. Uh, I've seen others close to a thousand dollars, you know, or more for for unlimited transactions. I think most people have done, you know, close to two thousand five hundred transactions or more. I mean, if you think about how many crypto exchanges you actually have to do, it's kind of interesting to see that. So anyway, so take a look at this one. Um, I'll be possibly doing an interview with the founders of this software program of how they actually go about doing that and how accurate this thing is. So I definitely first from just my first impressions of it, like I said before, uh, I'll be doing this. Uh, I'll be using this myself uh, to try to see what exactly um, how this actually works and which one I'll be using for in the future. Because I do want to have a really good one that's super accurate that I'm, I'm not going to get some sort of you know errors by overpaying or underpaying the uh, uh, the taxes here so either way I think there's a lot of programs out there right now that are doing this nowadays but what it really comes down to is the ease of use how how can you actually bring all these uh, imports in and once I do that then you can kind of calculate how many gains and what's your tax liability from that alright guys well if you're interested go ahead and check it out um, I'm gonna post the video I'm gonna post the link below so click on that as we're getting closer to taxes and you don't want to wait because uh, the longer you wait the more likely if there's any sort of issues you're gonna have to deal with it later alright guys crypto battle hopefully you have a great day the 2018 tax season has officially begun 
TaxBit automates your entire tax filing process by linking up with your exchanges and wallets, running your transactions through their tax engine, and auto-generating all of your tax forms. 2018 was a tough year for most crypto users. TaxBit will help you recoup some of your losses by producing the tax forms you need to claim your tax refund. Sign up today using the promo code CRYPTOBUD to receive a 10% discount and a 100% money-back guarantee that your taxes will be taken care of this tax season.